hello and welcome to the show. Today, I want to talk about box office poison. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this term? Probably. But where does it come from? So, this is a term that has been coined in 1938 in Hollywood. And when it came up, it had a traumatic effect on the careers of some high-profile actors and actresses. Basing it on last week's episode, in which I outlined the old Hollywood studio system a little bit, this episode might make a little bit more sense in the overall view of Hollywood back then in the 1930s. So, in 1938, the studio system was in full effect, with eight studios basically ruling the industry. Little reminder... During the days of the studio system, big stars got contracts for high salaries for either length of time or a number of pictures they would have to do with the studio. And that contract was in place, whether the movies were making great revenue or not. The actors and actresses got their money either way. Thus, it was the time of the million-dollar mediocrity, because there was not much effort to produce really good movies, because they would be shown anyways. And most of those movie produced were just average. And the stars signed to the studio were put into whatever movie the studio producer saw fit for the image they wanted the actress to portray. Or whatever studio lot they had available, or whatever script they had available. As I pointed out last week, they had all the infrastructure, and if they produced a movie more, it was not actually a lot of more cost to them, but a little bit more money coming back. So they did movies which were not good. And in 1938, Harry Prandt, the president of the Independent Theatre Owners Association, penned an ad that was published in The Hollywood Reporter. Little backstory again, there were independent theatre owners. As I said, the studio system was marked by vertical integration where the big studios also had distribution exhibitions so the theatre chains also in their conglomerate. But there were still some independent theatre owners. And this ad by Harry Prandt was titled Wake Up, Hollywood Producers. And it basically said that highly paid stars receive big salaries and are put in big pictures that do not have any draw at the box office. And thus, the independent theatre owners suffer from the system in place because of the block booking. They get the movies, they have to take like five at once, and like four of them are rubbish. Nobody wants to go there. And just one is really good. And they were forced to take those movies because there wasn't anything else to show. So they put in this ad and the ad calls out the actors and actresses they deem having a basically inexistent box office draw. And these were Mae West, Edward Arnold, Creta Garbo, Joan Crawford, Catherine Hepburn, Fred Astaire, Kay Francis and many more. And one sentence towards the end of the ad reads, Marlene Dietrich too is poison at the box office. And this is where the moniker box office poison comes from. If someone or a movie does not have draw to the box office, so nobody's coming to watch the movie, you say it's box office poison. And after this original 1938 box office poison list, some more lists have been published throughout the years that we know we're listing box office poisons. But this is the original one. And Ironically, some of these stars have come to become the biggest stars of old Hollywood ever. And some of them did recover very well from the little dent in the public image, although it did take some effort. And some others did vanish and could not recover. 
We have, for example, Joan Crawford. She was on that list, but she recovered. She came back with Mildred Pierce, which earned her a Best Actress Award, like an Oscar. So some did really come back better and stronger. We also have Catherine Hepburn. She had some troubles, as I pointed out in the episode about her, but she really got into her own and what her image should be and would be. And it was a good thing because she really reflected on her own performance and how the public wanted to see her. And so that was a good thing for her. And this shows, like, even if you are on top of the world, if you are the most glamorous and envied person, someone might rain on your parade. And you need to pivot. You need to deal with new circumstances and you need to adapt. And you always have to have your own back and see it as a chance. This is the way I see it. This was like truly from the independent theater owners. They really, you know, wanted things to change because it was hurting business. They didn't want those actresses and actors to actually go away. They didn't want to harm them. They just wanted to be treated fair. It was just on the back of those actors and actresses that fight was fought. And some of them really took that little hurdle in their way and made the best out of it. So this is a lesson I think we all need to learn and embody. Success or wealth or anything external is not who you are. Circumstances change and you will always be you. You always need to have your back. This is what I take out of that. And now you know what box office poison is. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.